Let's play a theme song, guys. Yeah, uh huh. You know what it Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dynamic Panel. My name is Joseph, and I'll be your host and spiritual guide through the most important news stories of the week. With me, of course, is a man that's funnier than Joe Rogan on DMT. He's comedian David Allen Freitas. Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> I've actually done a Joe Rogan impression while on DMT. Never mind. I fucked that up. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I'm sure what's it's up, great. You guys? <laughs> one shot. I know. I had one shot. This was your moment to shine. And, of course, we got a man whose Tinder profile just says thirsty with three Ys. He's Mark Mangaray. Just so you know, that's worked four out of a hundred times. So uh, who's the real thirsty? People? That's a pretty good ratio for, for a man. Like, uh, that's a 4% success ratio. Yeah, yeah. At some point, the bio doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're a walking thirst trap, Mark. And we got a very special guest. She's a comedian and professional edible chef. Amy Trout's on the show. Amy, thank you for being on. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Amy, you, you have such a fascinating resume, according to David. You went to culinary school. You're a comedian. How, how is someone like you doing during this pandemic? As a comedian, you, you, I, I know like, there's a lot of issues with uh, comedy clubs uh, closing. But as a professional edible chef, I'm sure a lot of people are depressed, so they they want to get to your business, right? Yeah, I've definitely uh, shifted my my time more towards edibles during the pandemic, so that everybody's a little bit happier. And I wasn't getting booked before anyway, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so this, the edibles is what actually pays the bills, right? Yes, definitely. I mean, I'm a chef at a regular restaurant, but edibles help for sure. Okay, so kind of funny. Yeah, I remember when I remember when the pandemic first hit, I would look at I would scroll through Instagram and look at everybody's news feed and you know, most people were like getting fucked up, drinking, you know, like sleeping, I need to buy new sweatpants, and then I I'd, I'd go over Amy's and she's like just ba- just like infused the, like all this food with, you know, <laughs> with like with THC, also just made these like new delicious you know brownies cupcakes like yeah I caramel saw apple you. and i was like dude my mouth's dripping right now yeah i saw the picture on the beef jerky that oh yes insane. is that like is that like a thing like how do you even infuse that with cannabis well i use oils and stuff but i like i like to marinate the beef jerky for like 24 hours and thc and a bunch of different flavors and then i dehydrate it really slow a lot of people aren't doing beef jerky and weird stuff like that because I'm a chef. I really enjoy trying to do weird stuff and it sells like a motherfucker. You know, people are like, Oh, I've seen, I've never seen that. I want that. It's a perfect travel pack. Honestly. <laughs> I know I shipped some with me to Idaho like last month just because I was like, I need to be stoned on the plane and um, nobody's going to confiscate beef jerky, you know? Without yeah, incriminating no. yourself, are you allowed to send a <laughs> No comment. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's true though. How do you take, how do you take beef jerky someone from someone? You're like, excuse me, ma'am, is there a weed in that beef jerky? <laughs> it's like never a question. How could you, you. tell? But uh, have you? Uh, so like, was was this pandemic like an opportunity for you to expand your business, Amy? Were you just a, a normal chef, or did you always have an interest in, in cooking uh, edibles? I've always ran like sort of an edible business, but I was out of actual work for two months, and it gave me a chance to really focus on my edible business. Usually, I'm working fifty hours a week, and I kind of let stuff like that go by the wayside. So it was exciting to be able to know that I could pay my bills by just making edibles. So was this like the first year where like edibles became your, your main business? Yes. 100%. Wow. That's, that's amazing that, that uh, you were able to, to, you know, like you, you see a bright side of this pandemic. So uh, when, when did you uh, get really interested in cooking edibles? 
Um, I mean, I've been growing weed since I was about 15. And what else do you do with the access besides either cook it or, you know, throw it away? So I was like, I'm going to cook this shit. And then the better I became at cooking food, actually, the more interested I got in it. I was like, nobody's doing this. Like, everybody's stuff is so boring. It's so mediocre. I was like, I want my stuff to be, like, extraordinary, you know? That's actually pretty cool. I, di- I didn't know that. And this is this is one reason I love bringing friends on here because I actually I didn't know that fact about you about like that you've been growing since you were fifteen. That's like a that's like a great TV show too. Like we've seen weeds, but imagine like <laughs> a, a teenager. Old. Yeah, you're a teenager <laughs> growing marijuana, and you're like, well, fuck, I might as well cook it. You know, like there's yeah, like a seriously. Sex in the City reboot. It's like, awesome, baby. It's actually a <laughs> PG version of Breaking Bad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's like the the decent version. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But then I'm also a comic, so it's not really going to be, like, PG, you know? Right, totally. <laughs> you know what? We can tell that story. Let's get a producer here. Let's sell this all idea. All right, David, we're pitching our idea to you now. Yeah, I'm going to use all my unemployment to fund this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best all investment that you can... <laughs> No, yeah, no, it's that's that's great, that's cool, and, and way to hit the ground running. Because I mean, I was unemployed too, but I mean, I I can't say I didn't do as much. I I I started like trying to voice act and stuff. So, and we started this podcast through the pandemic. Oh yeah, way to well, go. Do you need an assistant chef, Amy? Because it seems like David might be down to uh, to help. He out. can be my guinea pig. Yeah, I'll just eat all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we finally, David lost in the woods one day because. Uh... <laughs> It's just going to be in the Winco parking lot, not even in the woods. <laughs> this jerky had too many MGs in it. <laughs> uh, so what was like a 15-year-old Amy? Like, how does that even work? Were you just growing it in, in your in your closet or something? Uh, yeah, I actually have a greenhouse in my dad's backyard, and he's a huge stoner, so he didn't oh, okay. care. He's he was just cool. like, oh, you have friends to sell pot to? Like, perfect. <laughs> so were you, were you able to uh, convert... Uh, your, your personal plants into edibles at, at a very young age, like you learned the process of it? Yeah, I've actually been perfecting my coconut oil and like infused oils recipes for many years. I finally found one that I can make like the strongest oil out of. A lot of people out there don't know how to infuse it. So I've been working on a special recipe for probably the last four or five years. And I finally perfected it this last year, which is pretty exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. You said the pandemic was just here to like, you know, bring us down. It seems like Amy is using her time well. Yes, for sure. Did uh, so like uh, what what innovative like uh, recipes do you have besides the jerky? I think the jerky was one that caught me and Mark really off uh, like surprised when when we saw it on Instagram. But is there something oh, sure. that you're willing uh, that you're willing to share with us that like? Uh, um, I love really to think make of edibles. Inf- yeah, I love to make infused vegan ice creams. Um, that's one thing that a lot of people really enjoy. I've been a vegan chef for a long time, so I like to infuse things that don't have any animal product in it. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference, so I usually don't tell people a lot of my stuff is vegan, but um, most of it is. Oh, that jerky was other than other than the beef jerky, obviously. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the first word's beef, so no. <laughs> Plus, yeah, it'd be really it'd be really hard to do non-vegan uh, infused stuff because, I mean, you had to get the cow high before you. I mean, that's how you make it. Right? <laughs> I'm no chef, but I'm sure you guys had to get that cow high. Amy has to start working with a farmer and uh, like, get to just <laughs> feed, instead of grains or <laughs> grass yeah, fed. You gotta get the farmer first. You got to get the farmer high. It's literally grass fed beef, you guys. It's like Wagyu beef. How you have to like massage the the the, the 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 cow or like give it beer and make it really happy. You got you to get the the cow. Yeah, right. we just gotta smoke joints with it, and it'll be the happiest cow ever. Is there, is there a reason why edibles are like like the stereotypes like edibles are always sweet? Is that is there a reason for that? I always wondered. I have no idea. I'm a salty person myself. I love salty things. Uh, when I make edibles that are sweet, I don't eat them, so that's probably why I steer towards making sweet things. Because otherwise, I'd just be high 24-7. David, do you have any theories on, like, why edibles are always preferred to be sweet? Um, I, well, is it true? Amy, you know more about this. But, like, isn't it true that, um, that like, that, like, if, if you're eating sugar while you're becoming high, doesn't that, like, speed up the process? Or is that only, like, 
citrus stuff or am it's I just not cold? yeah it's not am sugar I high it would be... right now <laughs> <laughs> did i give you edibles what's happening <laughs> i mean i uh, the edible that you gave me no um, no okay. it's not it's not actually sugar it's it's vitamins and minerals and stuff like that anything that's going to open up your liver so that your liver can accept the thc that's oh. why you have to solute or it's soluble in fats and stuff like that so that it is actually opening up your liver. So it won't be the sugar that gets you stoned, but the vitamins and stuff like that, that the sugar opens up inside of your oh. liver. Well, in that case, my only explanation is because uh, you want, you want them to be, you, you want them to be sweet, Joseph. So that when you eat it, you're like sweet, dude. So yeah. Stoners like sweet. sugar. Yeah. That seems like a joke <laughs> from uh, dude, dude, where's my car or something. I know my jokes are from the nineties. So, uh, <laughs> I guess, uh, Amy. Last question for you: um, What What is your like end goal with, with this business? Like, do you want to be a household name? Like, as as edibles become more acceptable, would you like to see Amy's edibles in in like Rouse or something? I mean, I, that would be crazy if it got that that to that point. But I really would like to start doing like dinner comedy shows where I could infuse a three course dinner and then have a comedy show at like a private location. You know. Awesome. sell out sell out entertainment and food and drinks and all that stuff in one big nice atmosphere yeah i think uh, more of uh, these uh, can- cannabis lounges need comedians there and uh, exactly <laughs> for sure good opportunity like there's a business and then you can uh, you can buy that's actually it. a great idea yeah i think that'd be really that's successful fun. and you'd be really successful at it too cuz you're a great people person but like yeah we need we need more places like that that are just like have like a fun like a fun house yeah exactly a fun house that's exactly what it would be like (laughs) that's a that's already the title of the um of the restaurant maybe right i think let's go i'm ready i think we're ready let's go david will be the greeter yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like is it a a, it's a table for two sweet We just found your new career, David. Uh, anyway, so let's get into our news stories. As as we said at the beginning of the show, what we do is we talk about the most important news stories of the week. And it should come to no surprise that our first story is Uber CEO says that company could get into the cannabis delivery business. And it is a very marijuana heavy uh, show because it's 420 tomorrow. So we thought we would start off Ooh, the show. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So we thought we would start off the show with some more cannabis discussions. Uh, Mark, are you are you surprised at how much uh, the public opinion on, on cannabis has changed in our lifetime? Like, I think when we were in school, like it was like a, this dirty drug. You go to jail forever if you get caught with it. And yeah, now, like, I was, so, deliver it. I was so scared. Like, some a friend of mine offered me a joint um, in high school, and I was like, oh, you're gonna, like, what's happening? Like, uh, we're gonna like we're gonna do like this is worse than like meth. <laughs> I was like, it's like the most acceptable thing people are getting high just i get high in my like fucking um my my balcony and it's like it's super acceptable and like you know it's like you bond over people with it and it's like dope i love that it's it's getting the recognition it deserves and it's getting passed and hopefully we can make it a federally um legalized um substance soon Amy, why do you think society's uh, opinion on a cannabis changed since you, uh, you're an avid user since uh, you were 15, apparently. You were growing your own back then. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like more people are smoking it now, honestly. Like, it's more accessible and they're just chilling out because they're fucking stoned. You think it's uh, more people are, like, willing to try it because it's legal or, like, uh, the, yeah, the, the stigma change in, in our lifetimes about it? I think that most people growing up our age, our parents uh, were kind of, you know, hippies smoking it in the 70s. We've seen it around our whole lives, so we never took a stigma to it. Now that we're old enough to pass these laws and do all these things, we're making it socially acceptable because we grew up with it anyways. Yeah, I think it's the like, like, I don't want to call anyone out, but mostly like the boomers kind of like created that stigma, right? Um, Were the boomers not the hippies though? Like, where did they grow up? You know what? I, either the boomers did it or like Reagan did it. Um, I think it was Reagan. <laughs> it was definitely. You know what? Old people. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, because the boomers. You're right. The boomers were like 50s, and then they were. By the time the 70s came around, they were like 20 or something, right? So isn't that, that's like that's like us now. If we were like, yeah, everyone like 
try acid. Actually, that is what we're doing. But exactly. Uh... <laughs> oh, I think mushrooms is going to be the next thing. It's like legalized in Oakland, legalized in a bunch of things. So like, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, mush mushroom pizza, like a mushroom pizza store. Oh, I want to make infused pizza. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I feel like it was uh, Harold and Kumar who changed the, the, the public narrative of, of marijuana. Not, <laughs> not Cheech and Chong. <laughs> that was my generation. Oh, Cheech and Chong, Cheech too. And Chong, yeah, Cheech, Cheech and Chong walked so that Harold and Kumar <laughs> ran. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Chong got arrested so Kumar could go eat White Castle, you know? <laughs> uh, Mark, I'm assuming you use Uber quite a bit. What, what do you think Uber should deliver next? Oh man, as a as a tech person, uh, you you've come to the right place. All right, <laughs> are you guys ready for this? <laughs> Introducing. All right, uh, so we're thinking Uber delivers things. What else does, like, what else gets delivered? This is fancy, Mark. Do you need theme music? Yeah. Can we? I want to introduce Uber babies. You can deliver your babies. No time for childbirth. Oh my god! <laughs> Uber will like deliver Uber your baby. Just comes to your house and delivers your baby. Oh my god! Wait, no. We should also Uber should start um, doing kind of like you know how like um, what is it? Oh my god! That, that 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 idea was killing me. Like a guy shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm not a doctor, but this is like my tenth delivery." <laughs> and I'm only getting paid 10 bucks an hour for this. I have to pay for my own gas. And, my and cousin you're, like, you're like, no tip. I'm sorry. It's a hard, <laughs> yeah. a hard year. Three stars, Three no and tip. Three stars. I don't know. <laughs> the guy's cousin was a gynecologist. <laughs> but, like, oh, here's another God. thing. It's like ambulances are really expensive, right? Let's say you get your finger cut. You can't pay $500 for an ambulance. It's, it's ex crazy expensive right now. American healthcare sucks. Call an Uber. Yeah, That's I mean, like, not bad. I think people already do that. Yeah, you yeah, can. for sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> but there should be an option that Uber, like, like a really fast driver. For, for emergencies. I think, that's, right. I think I'm going to make that my side gig and then just get like a sports car. Yeah, like, like <laughs> you're driving. They all just uh, Uber carpool to the hospital, <laughs> like picking up other sick people. And <laughs> got a Corvette or something. On the floor. <laughs> yeah, I would get a Corvette. I'd get a Corvette because, I mean, how many people can you really like, you don't want to wait on too many people at once. You want to just get like one or two people. So I'd just get a Corvette. And then you just then, sit, like sanitize your the back seat or something, like put like uh, butcher paper on it or something, so no one gets. <laughs> While they're in it, and there's like you're like, oh sorry, I got I forgot to switch the butcher paper. There's still blood on there. <laughs> the roll of Saran wrap. <laughs> yeah. And uh, after, as you're driving, you're like still talking to them about their like your life. You're like recently passing the hospital. <laughs> yeah. How long you been in LA, bro? Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I've been trying to do music and comedy, you know. Oh, my finger! You're running your bits by a lady trying to give birth. <laughs> You're like, wow. So how long have you had a severed arm? That's crazy. <laughs> wow, twenty minutes. That's nuts. Uh, Amy, what do you think are the logistics of using Uber to to deliver cannabis? Because um, like, it's, it's going to be a little bit more difficult because. Uh, I guess there's going to be federal laws involved. I guess like this, this would make more sense if, if uh, it was legalized federally, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm sure they'll probably have you put it inside of your truck. But the Uber CEO was just thinking about how he's going to deliver cannabis to that house. And then an hour later, he's going to be delivering food back to that same house, you know? <laughs> Honestly, Uber Eats should just combine it with the same service. Yeah, yeah exactly. You just like call we, Jesse we or whoever your driver is back up and you're just like, hey, dude, I know you were just here, but I need KFC now. I feel like Uber would take advantage of that and like they'll, they'll target ads like right after you, you get your delivery. They start and, sending you text messages 20 minutes after you smoke. They're like, hey, are you Pizza feeling Hut hungry? has 10% off, bro. <laughs> Honestly, when you think about it, like the best restaurants are going to offer both weed and food at the same time. Amy's yeah. idea right here. Yeah. Just put baked goods and baked. Well, well it takes some time <laughs> for you to develop the appetite though, right, Mark? So I think the, the more sound business strategy is to take advantage of people's like hunger and like when they're, and you'll buy more when you're hungry. Well, yeah. And then the two delivery fees. Be a super capitalist here. Okay. <laughs> 
And that's why you're, you're just not too a good CEO. of a person. Yeah, you're you're too nice, dude. I guess the only downside would be like, you know, we're we're just not we're not like solving world hunger. We're actually contributing to world hunger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also, but we're solving world happiness. You know, we're we're, we're also probably yeah, contributing happy. to more food waste as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you won't remember that you wasted it because you'll be having a good time. Yeah. Uh. Amy, what do you think the impact of society would be now that weed is more available? You think people will be uh, more chill, more empathetic to each other, more willing? I mean, to talk I would hope other? that that would be the end all, um, but it kind of all depends on how it ends up being regulated in the end. You know, if we're all fighting fighting over seventy five dollar eighths of weed, and the government's getting rich off of it, maybe we'll have to change something. Um, David, have you have you interacted with a lot of toxic people, and you think uh, maybe? Maybe they would chill out a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've met a lot of uh, like bipolar people in my time. Um, no, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say that so casually. Okay. Um, no, I seriously, I seriously think it would make people. I mean, just calm down more. Like, I've 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 had. Um, I don't know. Like, like okay. My look. My dad. When I was growing up, my dad had a lot of anger issues. Uh, and then in turn, you know, consequently my older brother had anger issues. Then my other brother, uh, actually he didn't really have anger issues. Somehow he got past it, but anyway. Pot. Yeah, pot. <laughs> yeah, probably was pot. Uh, you but anyway. Then... Pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's hot? No, she said pot. I think she said pot, right? I said you... pot, yeah. Okay, I think you said he's hot. Hot guys do not get anger issues. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, uh, but then my dad like as as after he retired he he started smoking like all the time and i was like who is this guy that's like never angry and then like that was i asked that myself that question before i knew that he was smoking weed and then i found out he like smoked weed and like and gave it away and i was like dude who is this guy like i wish this guy would have <laughs> smoked weed when i was growing up you know <laughs> there would have been like a lot less fights in the house you know i think if he was just... so anyway so the, to answer the question I think if everybody had more, I mean, everyone can already kind of order weed, but if I think, more, I think everybody should be ordering some amount of weed. Like if you've never s smoked in your life, you should at least smoke once a month, you know, just to, just to, just, just to reevaluate. Yeah. Try it out. Reevaluate. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll start that jewelry business that you never thought you could actually do because you were too afraid because you weren't fucking high. Because you were, <laughs> you're too anxious. You're scared of your success, but now you're high and now you're happy. So, well, D David's also suggesting that if you ever have children, please, please be high because yeah, uh, you'll, be, you'll high, be better, get better them parents. High. Get them Dude, high. Dude, my my dad was the best, and he was stoned all the time. See, that's probably yeah. That's that's what my dad would have been. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you would have yeah. been more like me then, David. Yeah, you could have been running an edible business right now, David. <laughs> if your dad just got you high younger. When you're 15. Yes. <laughs> thanks a lot, Dad. Yeah, thanks, Dad. See, see how you always wanted me to make beef jerky, and now my other for my friends are doing it. Yeah. Now I'm just making beef with you, Dad. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would definitely make people happier, you know. Anyway, on that note, let's get to our next story. From cannabis to comments, China launches hotline to report online comments that distort history or deny its cultural uh, excellence. Mark, who do you think, like, why are people incentivized to, to re report these things in China? Is it, is it why or how? Because, like, like I, I, do you remember, like, they had, like, this thing, like, the social credit? Yeah, that, or, that's like, probably that the most logical, yeah. Yeah, that's like really crazy to me. Like, it, yeah, you have like on your Facebook or whatever Facebook they have in China, um, you have like, oh, this person's reported 15 people. And like, maybe those people are proud of before. China has a lot of narcs. Is, this is, this is going to be a country full of narcs. And we're a country slowly becoming more um, weed friendly is all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think that's the one thing yeah, that America can be proud of. Like, it's, it's one of the more progressive countries in, with weed, but not too progressive elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I think Mark, sure. Mark brings, a, brings up a good point. Like, I, I think it's probably you're going to get more social credits if you report people. And Mark, do you think it'd be beneficial for uh, you to 
to trade your social credit for prizes too? Maybe like as a Chuck E. Cheese situation? <laughs> like, tokens? <laughs> like you get roller skates? <laughs> if you report 14 people, you'll get new roller skates. Yeah, that's uh, screwed up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Usually when you're, when you're narking, I don't know, I've never been a narc. So, um, David, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, David, have you, have you ever gotten narked on before? I get narked on all the time, you guys. Um, it's tragic. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Like, I don't. I don't know. I. I look. I think first of all, it's very like on brand for a communist country to like, for to do this. You know, <laughs> like to start. You know, to start like avoiding bad publicity for their government. Like, I mean, I'm not a communist, but if I was, I would be very proud of them for uh, being able to track the freedoms of their people. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's their whole thing. <laughs> uh, Amy, do you think the U.S. should do something similar, where, um, uh, where there are just too many bad comments for uh, for it to be realistic? I mean, with the way that people report people for stupid stuff, could you imagine how much would get lost? Everybody yeah. in the United States would be like, "She called me a Karen." Report. Yeah, there's, there's a there isn't an army in, uh, big enough to to handle all all the online calls or just specific enough. Like we would just be like, you feel like you you're upset, then just report everybody. Yeah, I, I feel like that that'd be an issue. Mark, Mark, do you think the U.S. has a potential for this? Like, do you think uh, like one of the army divisions should just be online comment reports? I don't want to be. Here's a hot here's a hot take. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um we already distort history and deny um america right. you know create create this uh uh this illusion of cultural excellence for america for free just uh you know you get a good budweiser and a couple of uh barbecues and that's all you need oh tell us more, tell us more. more. <laughs> let's I like, do it i like yeah. where this is going talk about how black history is distorted and hidden away anyways this is <laughs> And yeah. you get a free Budweiser. Yeah. You know what? At least give me something. <laughs> For real. Yeah. yeah. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna cancel people on Twitter, I wanna get paid for it. Yeah, I need incentive to be a good person. And it's not being a good person, you know? I'm just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> Amy, would you ever offer your products to uh the Chinese online commenters to uh to stop what they're doing? Of course I would, but then I would get narked on, you know? Man, like, you, you have, like, such innovative recipes. I feel like maybe you can get away with, with selling in China, like, uh, if you just had the right recipe. Because, like, apparently, you like, jerky is something that no one would ever think about. Exactly, yeah. I don't know if I'd be willing to ship that far. <laughs> They're always shipping stuff to us, so I think we should get some business uh, back to America from the Chinese. Right? People. I'm sure there's plenty of Chinese people that, that need some weed. Is weed legal in China? Oh, God, no. No, No, right? Yeah, of course not. Okay. Yeah, my friend lives in China, and he said it's extremely hard to find weed out there. Do you know the logistics of finding it? Like, is, was he able to find any? I know that he's and, been able to find it because he's I lived said, there. Don't answer that. I don't want to <laughs> on, and, and can you give us the address, please, of this place and the name? And I'll, I'll send you a free Budweiser after I give you the address. I'm going to get you, some man. social credit. <laughs> Um, David, do you think China's too powerful? That they're able uh, to lose? You know what? Um, I would be going against my ancestors because I, I too am part Chinese, Joseph. I don't know if you knew this. Oh, um, yeah. I, I make I, everyone take a 23 and me before I let them on the show. Oh. I remember when that nice young man showed up and did that Asked to my for your body. Blood sample, yeah. Yes, he did that to my body and, uh, it was fine. Anyway, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they're too... Pa yeah, I mean, they're just kind of, like, too unnecessary, I think. But I don't know. But who am I to say? You know, I'm not a, I'm not a Chinese leader. You know, I never have been, except for when I'm at Panda Express. I'm like, two orange chicken. Make it stat, you know? Um, that's, that's, yeah. that's not leading the Chinese. Yeah, I don't know if that's, uh, that's showing your power, I guess. Um, <laughs> No, that was leading my cousin who worked there. Um, I, like I the just... chick's name was Maria, David. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, th there's there's a certain limit. Like we can't 
we we have to be able to govern our ourselves like when it comes to like like speech and stuff and look i believe in freedom of speech uh obviously it's most important like as a comedian uh but like it's so also it's so much more important to also we have to like you know we have to reflect on who who we are and who we're you know the the power that we have in in influencing the rest of the world i think i think so much more change happens like to ourselves when we are the dictators of our own message but like when someone else is like oh don't oh you can't say that oh you said that you can't say that then you're like you know and then they're just like taking it down we're not going to know we're just going to become like lab rats like being zapped you know like oh i shouldn't have said that but you're not going to know what you're not going to know the impact that it has on you and the people that you actually care about if you're not the one regulating your own thoughts so i know yeah. this from first-hand experience because uh, i say stupid shit sometimes yeah that's how that's how you grow <laughs> yeah um amy what, what online comments would you like to be reported anytime so, any, anyone this is one of your edibles yeah you know, anytime somebody reports my edible page or any anytime uh, somebody has to talk crap about weed because they're not stoned. I'd like to report all of that. Uh, actually, we, we, we have a very interesting commentator to give his take on the story. Uh, someone that, that can kind of sympathize with this, uh, this uh, Chinese online forum because he's actually banned in China himself. Uh, Winnie the Pooh is here to give his, his input on, <laughs> on this story. Winnie, thank you for being on the show. Hello, everyone, and Joseph and Mark and Amy. It's good to be here. And I couldn't help but overhear someone mentioned pot earlier. Hopefully it was a pot of honey. Um, not exactly, Winnie, but do you partake in, in marijuana, and, and are you celebrating 420 tomorrow? You know, honey has been known to been be used on a lot of different sweets uh like edibles and sometimes i can't help but get my paws on something that makes me feel funny inside <laughs> uh when you was that the reason why you're banned in china because you you're, you're just a total total stoner apparently <laughs> i was quite quite excuse me i had a couple edibles earlier i was <laughs> caught walking around uh, the uh, streets of Hong Kong one time, very high. Uh, but uh, to no one's knowledge, I uh, just kind of moved in and out of the restaurants and nobody knew it. Mm, that sounds like quite a day. Now, uh, I guess the story is about China and their control. I, th I think uh, a lot of people are aware that China controls basically everything in their country. And to some of the citizens, it's uh, it's beneficial because there's you know there's there's very few homeless people there. There's great technology in China, but uh, in China you basically don't have as much freedoms, uh, including the freedom to see Winnie the Pooh. And how offended were you when you got banned in China? Well, that's a great question, Joseph. Because as someone who plays a character in a book that's written by a Christopher Robin. I'm no stranger to being told what to do. So it comes as no surprise that the people of China may be a little wary of being, of wanting to be controlled, but also grateful at the same time. See, there have been times when Tigger comes up to my door and I give him a bit of honey or a bit of marijuana. <laughs> And he bounces along on his way. Now oh, I, I can't what a high uh, say that would, I'm. Would be like. Oh, he talks a lot slower and bounces a lot lower. Um, yeah. So, so I guess like people or like in China, you're banned because uh, you're used as basically a uh, as a metaphor for for the president because you kind of look like him. Do you, do you actually think you look like the president, President Xi? Right, they said that I looked like President Xi and uh, that my eyes were very uh, squinty like his, but I found that to be uh, quite racist against bears and I was offended. 
But also, uh, it kind of makes sense because I have been trying marijuana-infused honey edibles, so my eyes do tend to be closed. I don't know how every story, we're, I feel like every story we're going to do today, like somehow it's going to like go back to cannabis. <laughs> but yes, once I, once I got banned, Joseph, sorry, I'm having trouble keeping uh, on topic here because uh, once again, I've had too much honey. Uh, uh, so, since you were banned from China, where are you living now, uh, oh, Winnie? Uh, now I live in Russia. <laughs> okay. I hope you're not a Russian reporter or anything, because uh, apparently they're they're having a lot of problems over there. Right. Uh, Russia took you. Uh, Russia took you on. Banned <laughs> in China, so Russia took you on. You know, right. Russia, Russia, the freedom capital of the world. <laughs> right. They're trying to trying to use me to uh, as uh, as another metaphor in Russia, but I cannot say who it is. Oh, Winnie the Pooh's actually beating up reporters in Russia. That's his new job. He's like an interrogator. He makes them all smoke pot. <laughs> right. I, uh, I've been known for my popular colors of red and yellow. Um, known to be popular communist colors, I believe. Oh, he's, he's, bringing, <laughs> he's bringing back communism to, to Earth and Soviet Russia. <laughs> bringing it back. Bringing us all together. Uh, this is fun. Uh, do you guys have any final questions for, for Winnie before we let him go? Um, Winnie the Pooh, um, can I call you Mr. Pooh or Mr. Winnie? I prefer President Xi. Okay, <laughs> President Xi. Um, is, uh, is not having pants on related to you being high all the time? Not having pants on is actually just uh, a thing that us bears like to do, but after I started getting high more often, I started taking my shirt off, but then nobody knew that I was Winnie the Pooh. They just thought I was a little yellow bear. Someone actually called me Curious George one time. <laughs> I feel like Winnie might have also got banned from China because of uh, public decency laws of, of him showing his junk everywhere. One time I was caught rubbing honey on my bear nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Your bear nipples or your bear nipples? My bear, bear nipples. Thank you, Joseph. I think our podcast is going to be banned in China, at least this episode. I don't think podcasts are allowed in China anymore, going, or like American podcasts. <laughs> anyway, let's get to our next story. From Pooh Bears to Pillows. My Pillow CEO's new free speech social media platform will ban porn. Uh, Mark, I'll ask you the question first for no particular reason. Do you think no porn is free speech? Not that I've mentioned OnlyFans in this podcast like 50 As times. someone that's currently watching porn, uh, what do you think? Do you think porn is free speech? Yeah, can you at least pause that video in the background, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like your Winnie the Pooh fetish videos, dude. This, this It's really creepy. I mean, it's it's I that's how I get started for these. Mark, you were the one that told me about the that video, uh, Two Girls, One Pooh. <laughs> yeah, and actually, Pooh, Pooh Bear was in there. Um, <laughs> ah, I should have asked him for that question. That was a missed opportunity. Um, <laughs> wait, what was the question? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, do you think porn is free speech? Um, oh, definitely. It's it's a lot more free than most types of speeches. Um, hey, you know what? I just like saw. It. I looked at this article, and this he's like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm like for free speech, but um, not any of the words that I've approved. And like one of them is like God's name in vain. I'm like, oh, wow. Are you serious? Yeah, like, that, that does seem a little odd because the whole idea of uh, the MyPillow social media platform is because uh, like some conservatives got, got banned on Twitter. So what he wanted to do is create an area for free speech, but like he's, he's banning speech himself, right, David? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, we, we looked at MyPillow uh, a few episodes back too, right? Um, is the social media going to be called My Pillow? It's like MySpace. I mean, that's not a bad name. And they're not going to have porn on something called My Pillow, right? <laughs> oh wait, I'm so sorry. Okay, wait, My Pillow. It's My Pillow. The uh, yeah, that's the pillow company. I know that sounds like a stupid question, but <laughs> yes, uh... it's, it's the pillow company. <laughs> it's not my personal pillow that's uh, that's creating the social media platform. 
Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking about your... I have a really smart pillow. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, th I think it's, I think it's, I mean, obviously, is, is porn free speech, really? I mean, I don't know. Is porn free speech? I, so, like, there, there's what? the idea of, like... Just, like no, I mean like by law, yeah. Is it like considered to be free speech? I mean, it's like you, you're allowed to make porn, but like if certain websites will restrict it, like you can't use it. But it's up to the website on like like YouTube. You can't have porn on it, and it's, it's their decision because they're a private company. Oh right, okay, yeah. Um, Amy, what what do you think his new social media platform will look like? Uh, do you think instead of like buttons, he'll have like pillows on it or something? <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of horrible things happening on that free speech platform. And I think porn is one of the things that he should not be so worried about. <laughs> you think there are things worse than porn on the, on the, on the website? I'm sure there will be. Yes. A lot of weird conspiracy theories involving pillows, right, Mark? Yeah. I feel like whenever a website like says like, Oh, we're for free speech and like really tries to hammer that fact. It always almost sounds like 4chan or like all those like really dark web where like, yeah, you can you can have free speech, but also here's like a picture of a dead baby or like here's like a picture of like some crazy, you know, internet thing. And it's Yeah, where there's no like where it becomes loose in some parts, it gets a little scary. Yeah, but but like yeah, you can do like all the scary stuff, but hey, don't mention Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's always kind of weird when like yeah people kind of hammer in the fact that we're a free speech website it's like yeah that's but you know that's how it always is exactly. free speech, but but i'm just looking at the ceo's picture now and i know this is this is very superficial of me but doesn't he kind of look like dr phil but like a pedophile version he's like really creepy Oh I mean, yeah, he not a lot of people can pull off the mustache. mustache. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but he's also just there's something too happy about him in that pillow. Like I feel like he did something wrong with that pillow, and he's covering it up with that mustache. Okay. Anyway, is but, the my I I don't I'm not familiar with the my pillow business. Is this the waifu one where like they print like anime pictures into? Uh, no, that, that's not the. <laughs> this isn't that one. It's not okay. the body pillow thing. No, it's not. <laughs> Which was a very funny episode of Dirty Rock, if you guys ever saw that show. <laughs> um, but but Mark, you you brought up a good point. Like there, like uh, there, there's like it with unlimited uh, free speech on the internet. There's there's going to be like some dark things. But do you think uh, the the bigger problem is like there's so many people with these dark dots though? Oh yeah, can I just? I'm gonna screen share, and I know that the audience can't see the screen share, but I'm going through this my pillow website, and I just want to show everyone. What, Look at that guy. Just the homepage of this is the guy, the CEO. Thank you, Mark. I wasn't the only one that was just finding a creepy vibe on the my pillow. Okay, but he looks general. he looks like that picture of Patrick Swayze where he's hugging the horse. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's like way too excited with talking about <laughs> exactly what he looks like. <laughs> and this, um, yeah, uh, to your point, Joseph, this web, uh, you know, this is gonna attract some. If you think about like this website as the homepage of that social media page, um, it's gonna attract some weird people. It's definitely with God. Yeah, all things are like... possible. This is terrible. Yeah, anything is possible. <laughs> There's got to be like a porn version about his life at this point, right? Because like, <laughs> exactly. he's, just I mean, he's got the stash. He does have the porn stash. Oh my his, god! His porn, his porn. He's gonna have a separate porn website, and he's gonna call it Freeze Peach. I thought I was gonna say, <laughs> with God, all things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get off this website. It's creeping me out. But but you guys think like his like can any social media platform really compete with Twitter at the end of the day, even though it, it offers unlimited free speech that's the thing Jesus. is it's going to be like a niche i think it's going to be like his own you know his own kind of like following of people yeah that it's going to like turn it. into like some occult shit yeah, yeah so, so it could become like 4chan and like only very disturbed people that got banned from other social medias can, can really yeah do. people with a specific type of freedom of speech are going to cling to that you know right yeah, yeah it's probably 
yeah, it's just going to be funded by like all of his friends that are like, this is free speech, but we just don't talk. Funded you know? by Big Pillow. <laughs> funded by Big Pillow. <laughs> by Big Pillow. But should uh, so would the solution be like some positive people just just join his website and just try to talk people out of hate? Is that the only real solution that we can? Uh, There's really so get? much more hate in the world than positivity. It's going to take a lot of us. You know, I, I kind of disagree with it. I think there's a lot more positive people, but, like, they don't get enough attention on the internet. Joseph, oh, for are, sure. you, are you oh, saying sure. that we should cyberbully this guy into being positive? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we, we should use cyberbullying for good. I think positive people should go onto every social media website and just be like, hey, man, you got to chill out. Is, is everything going on, going okay in your life? Would you yeah, like Amy should... to send you some edibles? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah, you. He needs to start taking uh, Amy's edibles. Well, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think if we cyber bullied him into um, uh, allowing porn on the website, that would be our first step. I think, I think my yeah, ideal like, oh, version. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of your pillows are on these porn on these on these porn channels as well, aren't they? Aren't these all my pillows? That's his way to sir? plug his pillow business oh, in. Wow. Just girls biting his pillows, like. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good marketing strategy. I'm, I'm not mad about it, you know? I just want a cut. <laughs> and honestly, like, we're talking about my pillows a lot. And I can't think of another pillow company. So he's obviously. Yeah, now we're right. sponsored by this guy. We said the word my pillow like 16 times on the show. <laughs> so congratulations, my pillow guy. I think uh, your social media platform is going to do all right. Anyway, I think that was his that was his biggest dream as he always wanted to just be referred to as my pillow guy. <laughs> MP MPG. Anyway, let's get to our next story from platforms to politicians. A recent poll showed that 46% of Americans would like to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson run for president. Uh David, you're Hawaiian, which is pretty close to Samoan. What do you think about that story? Oh, how how dare you, brother? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I thought I thought <laughs> I'm obviously not very in touch with my uh, Hawaiian, Hawaiian roots, side, no. but uh, I thought I thought the I thought Dwayne Johnson was part Hawaiian too. I thought he was. I, is he? I only thought he Samoan was Samoan. Black Filipino? Is he Filipino too, Mark? I thought he was half black. Uh, let me go check. Hold on. <laughs> just no. ask Mark. Wait, and is he part white, Amy? No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> just go around you're such a dick no i'm sorry i didn't mean to no but i thought i thought he was hawaiian but anyway what was the question joseph <laughs> why do you think americans want to see the rock run for president oh because he's a great dude he's just a nice guy he's just a positive guy yeah even as a wrestler you like always wanted him to win because he was like i'm gonna show your candy ass you know <laughs> like like he was always just keeping it real you know uh, I think you'd be a, I think you'd be a great president because he I think he actually I think he actually cares about people like um, if you just look at his career right I mean his he career was a, yeah he was a wrestler people and, uh, <laughs> he was Jumanji, a street racer and Fast and Furious right exactly cars and people um, I don't know I just I just think. I think we need I need I think we need more you know public influences like him. I think we just need a strong person in the in the White House. Ah oh, damn, yeah, he's just a guy so, with big arms, you know. that can intimidate uh, <laughs> President Xi. Right, someone that can intimidate President Xi. Yeah, we need less Winnie the Pooh looking folks. Mark, uh, do, you, do you think uh Americans want to see celebrities run for presidents because they they're just so sick of politicians because they're they probably think like politicians are corrupt, but celebrities are not corrupt, which yeah, doesn't make that much sense either. Celebrities are so uncorrupt because I really want to see, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm trying to find a celebrity named Chris Pratt as president. Um, <laughs> I would drink beers with him. I think Chris Pratt would be pretty good. Like he's a very positive guy as well. Is he? I would do, um, I would do, okay, what's everyone's presidential draft? I'm, I'm uh, excited. I would go with John Stewart because I John think a, Stewart. I think a comedian should be president because comedians are the most honest people. Have you seen that um, movie with um, oh my gosh where someone like is like a comedian president with? It's the run one where Robin Williams is the Robin president. Williams exactly that was a fun one. 
Yeah. Like he was a comedian in the movie, or was like like Robin Williams the comedian? No, it wasn't like Robin Williams the actor. It was um, yeah, he played a comedian in the movie. That turned into president. Yeah, yeah. Forget the name of the character that he, uh, that he played, but comedians would be great presidents for the part where like they are almost the mouthpieces of the people, right? More than anything else, and like. I don't know. I think it'd be really fun. And also it would make speeches a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah. So like the polite laughter that, uh, you know, Obama got when he was giving speeches or something. Right. Amy, who would you like to see run for president as a celebrity? Oh man. I don't know. They're all so horrible. I don't know which one I would. <laughs> it's like, with, there's gotta be one good poison. celebrity. Jason Segal. Jason Segal. Oh, from uh, how I met your mother. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's so nice though. I met him in person. He's like the sweetest guy. Oh, doesn't he live in Ohio also? Yeah, he does. Oh, cool. Yeah, I keep hearing that he was a really nice guy. Like I've, I've talked to other people that have met him too. Yeah, he's just the only celebrity I've ever met that's nice. So I guess I'm gonna vote for him. <laughs> but but Dave, do you think the future of politicians are just we're just gonna have more celebrities become politicians? Like the Trump opened the door for all the celebrities to jump in, and now the Rock is interested. I think yeah, I think we should have. Um, I don't know my my roster is just like is like I think it's like all of the Jumanji cast actually. Like Kevin Hart, <laughs> that'd be a good president. Uh, I don't think I would trust Kevin Hart as president. <laughs> no, <Me> either. <laughs> uh, Jack Black, what about him? I'm about that. I well, like Jack Black. I yeah, love I that. Jack that would Black be fun. Would be, yeah, I think Jack Black would make a great president. Uh, should like presidential elections just be like more like American Idol or like Love Island, like something like Survivor? Yeah, like yeah, they have to all live like, together. That would be more interesting. <laughs> what about uh, what about Jason Jason Bateman? Actually, you guys think he would be a good president? He'd be kind of too indecisive, huh? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Should we? Yeah, should we nuke them? No, no, let's not nuke. I don't know, you know. They were, they were pretty good to us. No, yeah, this is not going to work. I resign. I hope the audience knows who Jason <laughs> is because that's a really good impression, but I feel like maybe 10% of the population knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, Arrested Development. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't really know who else should be. I know I didn't name any women, and that's not because I want a woman to be president. Oprah. It's only because I was. It's only because I wanted to do a Jason Bateman impression, honestly. Dude, I didn't name any women either. It's fine. All right. <laughs> well, apparently, like Caitlyn Jenner is gonna try to recall Gavin Newsom for governor of California. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I would trust Caitlyn Jenner either because she like she like didn't she like, no. over a guy. Yeah, not doing that one. Not anyone in that family. Not Kanye. Not anyone. Yeah, none of the Kardashians. I feel like they're they're almost too smart. Like they're, yeah, they're too savvy. I think they know you, too you much trust... about the media about about like running the media. You wouldn't trust Kim Kardashian. Like she became a billionaire just from uh, you know having a sex tape and creating a brand. So if America be- had a sex tape, then we can get more money, right? I mean, we're getting fucked by China all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> you saying well she, would just, she would just sell a sex tape to North Korea? <laughs> uh, President need... Kardashian. <laughs> she saw Send the... sex tape to all of our, our fucking allies. Now, you know, we're fine. What about uh, what about Mark Zuckerberg? Do you guys want him to be president? Oh, God, no. That, be Hell fun. no. <laughs> Mm-mm. No tech. I, you know what? No tech people. I would take I'm Bill Gates. If there it had to be a, t- a tech person, it'd be Bill Gates. Because he's kind of retired now, and he's and he's actually using his money that he earned, not that morally, but he's using his money more morally now. He's trying to save rainforests and stuff. That. I think we should throw That's it back tight. to like. I think we should bring someone into presidency from. I think we should make like Dolly Parton president. Like who? Who has like the, the the biggest universal approval rating in America? And it Tyler might be The Perry. Rock. <laughs> Tyler Perry. Yeah. Tyler Perry. Medea runs America. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! I should not have done that impression, guys. Gonna... <laughs> You're gonna get canceled, Joseph. 
Anyway, let's get to our next story from celebrities to selfies. Uh, child safety group asked Facebook to scrape, to scrape plans for Instagram for kids. So uh, during uh, a couple of months ago, Mark Zuckerberg re- revealed that he's planning to make an Instagram specifically tailored for children. Mark, why do you think yeah, this right. is a terrible idea? It's like he was in the board meeting and he's like, you know, who we need to target more for ads? Children. I mean, there is a point to that because children like are very big consumers. Back when we were growing up, like we would watch Nickelodeon and we get like all these cereal and, you know, commercials for toys and stuff like that. And, you know, parents will spend money for their children. So does it make sense that he just wants to really focus on making his money, right? Yeah, I mean, that's so, I don't know. I I don't like any kind of product that like marketed for kids because it's just brainwashing in like in its truest form. It, it's it's really scary. Um, And, you know, like the other thing, like that problem with like having a social media just spe- specialized for kids. It's like I have anxiety looking at Instagram already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like this like 14 year old, 10 year old kid like what's that gonna do to them, you know? So uh, not not to make you sound old, but you're you're in your late twenties, right, Mark? And, Don't uh, remind me. <laughs> Ugh, gross, Mark. Late twenties. <laughs> yeah, late twenties. Am I right, David? And you se- yeah. and you feel self conscious, even though your your brain is basically developed already. I wouldn't like say that. fully developed. I think <laughs> sometimes it's five steps back, but sure, yeah. But you're saying like a 10-year-old whose brain is, isn't developed yet will develop some really poor social uh, like uh, development because uh, all they really care about is getting likes and stuff like that or like making their lifestyle look good in front of their friends. Yeah, I, I mean like the thing that like, like yeah, like that's, that's really important. And like parents aren't going to look, go into, like parents aren't going to MySpace or like back in the day like they're not going to go and police this stuff. So you're going to get like, these kids are going to get advertisements that are like weird and like, no one's going to like, no one's actually going to check. Like for sure. People aren't going to check as much. Amy, would you trust a, a child with, with an Instagram account? Uh, definitely not. I also think that like the gateways of people trying to talk to children and acting like they're a child by getting a children's Instagram is kind of creepy to me, you know? yeah you're right Ugh. yeah like how how are they gonna verify that the kid is yeah like i understand like even verifying the age over 21 and stuff like that now like you're just getting people older people can just fake the fact that they're 13 and just troll on some 13 year olds all day it's terrifying yeah like what's instagram gonna do like, like make them like take a picture with their birth certificate or something to like prove that they're under 13 or whatever the Instagram. Yeah. And you know, you remember how mean children are just in person growing up. Could you imagine them having no, no censorship and commenting whatever they want? Just a bunch of 13 year olds, like playing COD is scary to me. The things that kids (laughs) yell at each other. I'm like, shit. I've heard a lot of profanity playing Fortnite when I, when I used to play. I swear. I'm just like, how old is this kid? 11? Why is he calling me the C word? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're basically taking a filter off of any like language and then you yeah know, and i mean yeah. i'm in my late 20s it's taken me a lot of years to learn when to keep my mouth shut or when to say things and i feel like people are just getting a little too crazy with wanting to say whatever they want when they want to and by giving a 12 year old a platform to do that it's gonna take them a lot longer to realize like how to just respect other people's feelings it's gonna look so absurd too i think like i think if it, if kids get this like instagram account they're gonna like open it up and you know how because you know how kids function like they just start saying stuff randomly because they can't really put their thoughts together you know like yeah they want just, attention whether yeah, it's good or bad yeah exactly they're just i feel like they're just gonna like go on someone's photo and just be like i don't like this app i'm hungry like you're gonna see all these <laughs> stupid comments. <laughs> just, like give me my toy back and you're like my mom I'm wouldn't let me watch Borat. <laughs> <laughs> Borat, yeah. Mark, I'm uh, assuming you were bullied quite a bit in in your childhood. Do you see a lot of problems? <laughs> well, Joseph, you you know me so well. Thank you. 
<laughs> Thank you for bringing up past dramas. No, what was the question? <laughs> Do you see a lot of problems with, with kids being able to comment on each other's photos? Maybe, maybe that's, that should be a thing. Like you can't, you can't give any comments. And maybe you should tell Zuckerberg that, right? Because yeah, kids, I, kids plus I, comments I, just, just equal something bad. I think in my opinion. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. The no comment, messaging. No comments. Yeah. Comments <laughs> just likes. It's bad, but likes, like yeah. the likes is also kind of bad. It's just. It's it, not as bad as the comments, though. Yeah. It, not, but it kind of, like, you know, it makes them reliant on, like, people's approval. Like, I don't want people to, like, grow up, like, wanting approval from other people. I don't want kids to grow up liking things. Yeah, I want God, them, David. I want them to bring back emo and, like, counterculture more often um, for kids. Um, no, it's true, Mark. Yeah, I don't, I don't want kids needing that approval either. That's so true. Yeah, but you know what? I actually just realized that if it, if if it's not Instagram, it they're gonna find ways anyways. Like, you know, people do shit in Club Penguin or RuneScape. Is RuneScape the whole thing? Some some website like Fortnite or something like that. I am showing my age here. No, yeah, like Roblox. My niece is always on that on Roblox. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't like have a... any idea what any of these are. You're this That's how you avatar. know I've been a stoner since I was 15. <laughs> I'm, just out, I'm just out in the world smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> You're this little like avatar uh, just like walking around and you can go into houses and go and shopping. And yell racial slurs at people. Right? And you can, and, and... So like just like real life. Yeah. yeah like real life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Except memory. Oh, we were gonna say something. Oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say. Except the like, the whole like the the catch is, uh, these these other kids would come up to her while she's playing the game, and they're like, "You're lame" or whatever, and like they were bullying her in the game. And I was like, I was like, "Stop playing this!" Like, I like, give me that. Like, give me the phone. You know, <laughs> I was like, "This is the stupidest game." Like, I don't know. And then you started calling all of the kids lame. So you started playing <laughs> on her game and you're like fucking trolling everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck you, bitch. You look stupid in that sweater. Unicorns are <laughs> dumbass. Give me the phone. This is dumb. All right, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck your sequins, you hoe. <laughs> and David was pretending to be a 13 year old during that time, too. Just <laughs> She's like, I'm seven. And I'm like, and you're fucking retarded, too. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how David spends his, his free time <laughs> abusing children. <laughs> abusing children. Anyway, on that note, it's time to end the show on on the note of David abusing children. But before we, <laughs> what a great <laughs> note. <laughs> but before we end the show, uh, Amy, would you like to promote anything like your business or anything? Uh, yeah. If you guys want to check out my Instagram, my handle is at the number four love, the number two chronic, and then the number zero. Also, I have a show coming up at the Ventura Beach Club on May 7th. If you guys want to check it out, ticket link is in my bio. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, David, are you going to be at that or do you have anything to promote? Uh, I'll vouch for that. May. Did you say May 7th, Amy? Is May 7th. Is that a Friday? It's a Friday, yes. Yeah, I think I'll be at that show of yours. Yeah, uh, Amy's very hilarious. Uh, I, I vouch for Amy 110 times. Uh, and definitely go and buy her edibles. Did you throw your edible handle on here too, Amy? Because uh, I I've eaten those before. You guys should buy them. Um, I my freaking my edible account got narked out. I just started a new one. Um, <laughs> it's at underscore Amy's eight zero five edibles, and then another underscore. Well, you guys we know how to God how here. to reach me too. If you want to reach me, I'll get you Amy's edibles. Uh, yeah, when and Winnie Winnie the Pooh can get you the edibles too. Um, you can always follow me at Lil Davy Fritos at my Instagram. Um, Lil like the rapper, Davy, and then Fritos like the chips. Um, and then also, uh, also, I don't even know if it's legal f- copyright infringement or not for me to say like the chips. Um, does anyone have a lawyer? Mark, are you a lawyer on the side? Um, I, no, but I'm going to say is that you can go definitely do it. We haven't been canceled. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Frito-Lays isn't listening to the, the show. Hey, I, I never mean, said Frito-Lays, Justin. I think you never heard waiting for like, the right combination of words in order to start something else. We got them, guys. <laughs> yeah, the Fritos aren't going to get you canceled, David. It's the communism, all right? Yeah, it's the communism. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the abusing children. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can follow uh, Lex and Dave Do Stuff. It's my fiance and I's uh, YouTube channel. We just went to Julian. 
Uh, we had some pie. We went camping, and we almost uh, we almost froze our dog to death. But anyway, uh, that's God. <laughs> so you abuse animals and not intentionally. Tight. Yeah, <laughs> animals and children, uh, not intentionally. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you can follow me um, in the back alley of San Francisco. I'll be there every Tuesdays and Wednesdays, um, not doing a thing. Pandemic's almost done. Excited. That's yeah. it. I'm excited to, to see you again, Mark. And we'll definitely hang out once uh, the vaccine is, is uh, completed for both of us. And our audience can, can come hang out with us in San Francisco once, uh, once that's ready. Sometime in mid-May, probably. Ooh. Ooh. Get the fans together. Yeah, all, I think we have like yeah, one, I don't know one who listener. One that Korean listener is. We have one Irish listener. Shout out Gary, and um, I think my friend Andrew. Wait, do we still have our listeners in India? Oh no, I, I couldn't afford to keep that the fake bot army listener anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of cash. Anyway, on that note, it's time to end the show for for David, Mark, and Amy. My name is Joseph, and thank you for listening to Dynamic Panel.